1: This is the Times Morning Briefing on Wednesday, the sixth of December. I'm Daryl Jackson. The former Prime Minister Boris Johnson is to face questioning from the COVID inquiry today over his handling of the pandemic. The highly anticipated appearance follows evidence given by several of his former colleagues, many of whom have been deeply critical of his leadership during the pandemic. They've detailed a toxic and misogynistic culture in Number 10, led by a Prime Minister who was bamboozled by the science. The former PM is expected to apologise for mistakes made by the government at the time, but will insist he got the big calls right. Jane Merrick, policy editor of the i-newspaper, told Times Radio he's expected to lay the blame on other people.
2: He wants to say that he was actually advised by people like Chris Whitty, who was very concerned that we go into a lockdown too hard, it will damage the economy, it will damage mental health. So he is trying to sort of make the scientific case for his defence and how he acted in the way he did. And he's going to say that it you know, it wasn't just me acting on a whim, I had all these advisers around me, and no, no less a person than the chief medical officer for England was saying proceed with court.
1: Conservative MPs have been privately assured by ministers that Rishi Sunak's emergency law to revive the government's Rwanda deportation policy will not breach Britain's international human rights obligations. Yesterday, the Home Secretary signed a new treaty, which he says fixes problems the Supreme Court had with asylum seekers' safety in the country. The Times understands that the Prime Minister has ruled out the most hardline option, which would have meant opting out of the European Convention on Human Rights on asylum cases. Alexander Downer, former Australian foreign minister, told Times Radio the plan will work if the government gets through the legal challenges.
3: As somebody pays whatever it is, 3,000 euros or something, to a people smuggler in Calais to get them to the UK, but they find they're going to end up in Rwanda, they probably won't pay the money. They'll stay in France. I mean, they'll have a choice between France and and Rwanda. And I'm, I'm guessing, I could be wrong, but I think most of them will choose to stay in France.
1: David Cameron's making his first visit to the US today since becoming Foreign Secretary. Support for Ukraine will top the agenda when he arrives in Washington later for a two-day visit. Lord Cameron's announced £37 million of humanitarian support for the country. He's been speaking in the House of Lords. During my recent visit to Ukraine, I announced further support to Ukrainians directly impacted by the invasion. 10 million for Ukraine's Red Cross Society to provide medical supplies, 7 million to volunteer organisations delivering humanitarian assistance. My Lords, we will continue to support Ukraine for as long as it takes. A 42-year-old woman's died in a shooting in Hackney in East London. Two other people, a 20-year-old man and a boy aged 16, have been injured. Police were called to the scene last night and say a murder investigation is now underway. The second day of Prince Harry's case against the Home Office will begin later at the Royal Courts of Justice. The case will be focusing on decisions around security arrangements for the Duke of Sussex whilst he's in the UK. Yesterday, the court heard he was unjustifiably treated less favourably than others. And you can hear more on all of those stories over on Times Radio throughout the day.